Listen to one of this year's top true crime podcasts. Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast is out now on all podcast platforms. Taxes. I'm Nick Ainelli. Why some are calling degree program cuts at an area university a real step in the wrong direction. I'm Mike Marillo. A school unites against hate and finds racist graffiti again. I'm Kate Ryan. Newport News police have handed over their findings in the investigation to a shooting at Rich Neck Elementary School. One o'clock. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by General Steel. I'm Christopher Cruz in Washington. An American official says Russia tested an intercontinental ballistic missile while President Biden was next door. More from CBS's David Martin. The test of one of Russia's newest ICBMs coincided with President Biden's surprise trip to Kiev. But a U.S. official said it is unlikely the timing was deliberate. Russia had followed the requirements of the START nuclear arms treaty and notified the U.S. at least 24 hours in advance. Russia was not notified of the president's trip to Kiev until just a few hours before he entered Ukraine. In a nationally televised address Tuesday, Russian President Vladimir Putin made an announcement that's got a lot of observers concerned. Your CBS's Skylar Henry. Putin said his nation would not be defeated in battle and announced that Russia will suspend its participation in the new START treaty, which limits each country to no more than 1,550 deployed new nuclear warheads, and 700 deployed missiles and bombers. The agreement includes on-site inspections to verify compliance. Minnesotans are preparing for a monster winter storm that could bring blizzard conditions, bitterly cold temperatures, and two feet of snow over three days. National Weather Service meteorologist Todd Kraus says people should take the threat seriously. This is indeed going to be a historic storm. It's going to be a tough storm especially for those in open country. You know, the wind blows and it gets very, very tough, especially when you have a lot of heavy snow and very strong wind. The White House has unveiled a plan that requires migrants seeking asylum to first go through a number of steps before they're allowed into the U.S. This includes being denied asylum in other countries they pass before reaching the U.S. Those seeking asylum must also schedule appointments at a U.S. port of entry. The new rules could end up preventing tens of thousands from seeking asylum, The new plan would apply to families and single adults. Unaccompanied minors would be exempt. CBS's Steve Futterman. Over the weekend, an employee at the trash dump in Ivy, Virginia, discovered a live mortar. WCAB-TV's Garrett Witten tells us what happened next. Because it's a military-style explosive, law enforcement had to contact the branch of the military where it came from. In this case, it was the Army, the agencies, and an Army explosive ordnance disposal team buried the device and performed two controlled detonations. A liberal judge from Milwaukee and a conservative former state Supreme Court justice have won Tuesday's primary to face off in a Wisconsin Supreme Court race that will determine majority control. Conservatives currently hold a four to three majority. This is CBS News. Business owners, General Steel can help save you thousands by owning your own custom designed buildings. Call 888-98-STEEL or visit GeneralSteel.com. 103 on Wednesday morning, February 22nd, 2023. 48 in the nation's capital. A few clouds, mid-30s and lower 40s overnight. Hello there, I'm Ian Crawford. Top local stories we're following for you this hour. Election 2023 on WTOP and its history in Virginia. 
Democrat Jennifer McClellan wins Tuesday's special election in the state's 4th Congressional District, making her the state's first-ever black congresswoman. She'll replace the late Donald McEachin, who died in November. McClellan has represented the Richmond area in the state's General Assembly for more than 15 years. She defeated Republican Pastor Leon Benjamin in the deep blue district that's anchored by Richmond and stretches southward to the North Carolina border. It's 104. Some local business owners in Alexandria may be soon paying higher taxes. In return, they would get extra promotion for their companies. Details now from WTOP's Nick Ionelli. We think it's important to market the city, the businesses. Amy Rutherford owns two businesses in Old Town, Alexandria that would fall within the boundaries of a proposed business improvement district where commercial properties would be hit with a new tax of $0.10 per $100 of assessed value. Rutherford says organizers need to get petition signatures from 60% of the affected property owners, and they're about a third of the way there. We're doing the heavy lift of going door-to-door, phone call to phone call, email to email. If they do get the signatures, the plan would then be considered by the Alexandria City Council. Nick Ainelli, WTOP News. If you want to learn more about this idea, organizers are hosting public forums later today, both in person and on Zoom. Find details on how you can join in at WTOP.com. Marymount University in Arlington is preparing to slash several degrees and programs at the school. WTOP's Mike Marillo reports the move is not going down well with many current and former students or faculty. Among those upset by the proposed cuts of majors such as humanities, English, math, and even theology, director of the School of Humanities at Marymount, Arian Economos. I think that this is a, a real, um, yet another real step in the wrong direction. The school says low enrollment numbers has led to the proposed cuts, which the Board of Trustees will vote on on Friday. And it also says while these subjects will no longer be offered as majors, the coursework, particularly in humanities, will remain part of the school's core curriculum. Economos says the reason she and others are speaking out. To not have have Marymount be yet another step towards the destruction of humanities um, in American culture. I think it's so important to stand up for that. Mike Marillo, WTOP News. The cuts were first reported by Arlington Now. It's 106, and for the second time in two months, a Montgomery County Elementary School principal notifies parents about racist graffiti on campus. WTOP's Kate Ryan picks the story up there. In January, Westbrook Elementary School staff discovered Nazi symbols in a bathroom, and a student reportedly made anti-Semitic comments to staff. Now, the day after kids and parents gathered for a Chalk the Walk event, where they decorated a walkway with positive messages, the letters KKK were found scrawled in two locations near the artwork. Principal Karen Cox sent a message to the Bethesda School community saying... A March 1st meeting has been scheduled in person and online so the community can, quote, talk about ways we can move ahead. Kate Ryan, WTOP News. Police in Newport News have finished their investigation into the January shooting at Richneck Elementary School, where a six-year-old boy shot his teacher. The Washington Post reports police have handed their findings over to the local prosecutor who will make the final charging decisions. Police say they were looking into charges against the boy's mom, who owned the gun he used to shoot and seriously wound 25-year-old teacher Abby Zwerner. It's unlikely the first grader will be charged. Under Virginia law, children under the age of seven are presumed not to be able to form the intent to carry out a criminal act. Coming up on WTOP after traffic and weather, a deeper dive into Tuesday's arguments by Google in a Supreme Court case, a Supreme Court case, I should say, with far reaching implications for the Internet. It's 107. 
Adoption of teens from foster care is a topic not enough people know about, and we're here to change that. I'm April Dinwiddie, host of the new podcast, Navigating Adoption, presented by Adopt US Kids. Each episode brings you compelling real-life adoption stories told by the families that live them with commentary from experts. Visit adoptuskids.org slash podcast or subscribe to Navigating Adoption, presented by Adopt US Kids. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services Administration for Children and Families and the Ad Council. This message is for Shauna, my mom who just finished her high school diploma. I wanted to say I'm so proud of you for finishing school. You'll tell me it's never too late to achieve your dreams. I hope to make you as proud as you have made me. When you graduate, they graduate. Finish your high school diploma for you and for them. Visit finishyourdiploma.org to find free and supportive adult education centers near you. Brought to you by the Dollar General Literacy Foundation and the Ad Council. 108. Michael and Son's heating tune-up for only $69. Michael and Son. Traffic and weather on the 8th, and Rich Hunter is in the WTOP Traffic Center. All right, work zones remain on the Beltway 1st in Virginia. In a loop between Arlington Boulevard and I-66. Two left lanes get you by the work zone. Then on the inner loop between the toll road and Georgetown Pike, two right lanes get you by. Beyond that, you're in good shape, headed across the Legion Bridge into Bethesda and continuing around through Silver Spring, but that's where you hit the next work zone. Uh, near New Hampshire Avenue, it extends to a point near I-95, and there you get by the work zone, single file to the right. Uh, much lighter traffic volume, so delays have eased somewhat, but be aware they are still out there working. Now, on the outer loop of the Beltway, working in Virginia, as you approach and pass Georgetown Pike, two right lanes get you by. By the time you're at the toll road, you've got all lanes open, and you're moving better headed south through Tyson's. Uh, keep in mind the Adeloupe Express lanes at last check still closed as part of the work zone uh, where they're doing some work there in the express lanes headed towards 66. And again, you can enter the Adeloupe Express lanes anywhere south of I-66. Uh, the exit uh, f- first in the express lanes on 66 eastbound between the entrance to the Vienna Metro all the way through the Beltway, you're down to a single right lane to the work zone. And again, the exit that would take you to uh, both the inner and outer loop express lanes, that off-ramp closed by the work zone. And eastbound 66 in the main line, the exit to the inner loop also closed as part of a work zone. Rich Hunter, WTOP Traffic. From winter coats to shorts and back again, the forecast now from Storm Team 4 Chief Meteorologist Doug Kammerer. A lot of changes as we make our way through the next couple of days. First off, our Wednesday starting off on a much cooler note and some shower activity around at times as well during that morning rush. So heads up for that. Take the jacket and the umbrella. Temperatures only in the 40s to low 50s across the region. Now, we may actually see warming temperatures overnight because Thursday, Going for a high in the upper 70s to low 80s. I'm going 81 in the city. That would be a new record high temperature. But it's back to the cooler weather on Friday. Highs again in the upper 40s to low 50s. I'm Storm Team 4, Chief Meteorologist Doug Cameron. 46 in Columbia, 46 in Chantilly. Just to be different, downtown at Penn Quarter, 48 degrees. Brought to you by Long Fence. Save 20% on Long Fence, decks, pavers, and fences. Go to longfence.com today and schedule your free in-home estimate. It's 111. Oral arguments have ended in a major Supreme Court case that observers say could radically change speech laws on the Internet. Gonzalez versus Google involves a lawsuit by a family whose daughter died in an ISIS terror attack in Paris in 2015. The Gonzalez family says by sharing ISIS video, Google-owned YouTube helped Islamic State spread its message and get new recruits, violating the Anti-Terrorism Act. Axios Tech and Politics uh, Policy Reporter, I should say, Ashley Gold, tied to WTOP's Dimitri Sotis, discussing Google's argument. The law of Section 230 of the Communications Decency Act 
almost entirely immunizes websites like YouTube, websites like Twitter, Reddit, Nextdoor, Glassdoor, Pinterest, anywhere on the web that has user-generated content. This is a law that was put in place so that the company itself would not be held liable for what people post. And it mostly keeps these companies from fighting lawsuits all the time. And beyond what I said in the introduction, what is the Gonzalez family arguing? The Gonzalez family is arguing something that's a little uh, wonky down in the weeds, but I'll try my best to break it down for you here. So they want to say that what YouTube does is beyond the scope of this protection because it categorizes and presents videos. You know how you go on YouTube, you see a carousel of suggested recommended videos that are similar to what you've already been looking for. They say that this is YouTube playing an active role in sort of pushing this content out to people and therefore should not be under the protection from liability. Did the justices express skepticism and we should say both justices known to cons- to lean conservative and to lean liberal? So it was quite surprising uh, because the the more conservative leading justices actually were a little skeptical of the plaintiff's argument. The, the plaintiff's lawyer did not have a great day in court. He stumbled over his argument a bit. And even Justice Clarence Thomas, who in the past has expressly stated he wants to revisit Section 230, was not all that convinced by the Gonzalez argument. Justice Brett Kavanaugh seemed especially unmoved that this law needed to change. Surprisingly, the justice who came out swinging sort of the strongest against Section 230 was our new Justice Kentaji Brown-Jackson, who seemed very skeptical about the law. Depending on how things go, the next time you or I pick up our phone or sit down at a laptop, how could the Internet experience for us change? So if you listen to the companies, they'll tell you that the way we're able to sort of freely post on the Internet, you know, restaurant reviews, a review of a job, a review of a movie, a tweet, a Facebook post, that's going to become more complicated because companies are going to have to pay attention to every little thing that people post. And they're probably going to be a lot more careful about what they let people do in order to sidestep liability. So this idea that the web is going to be kind of less fun, less diverse, um, less sort of variety of viewpoints out there um, is what they've been saying. But, you know, I don't think the web would change overnight. I think, you know, if, if the liability shield went away, you would start seeing a lot of lawsuits. And then we would maybe see how the company behavior changes and how the user experience changes. I'm not convinced it's something users would feel quickly. Twitter is on deck tomorrow before the Supreme Court, a very similar case. Yes. So this case specifically has to do with whether Twitter can be held liable under the anti-terrorism statute. So this case sort of sets aside the Section 230 question, even though the cases are very related and specifically is going to be looking at whether a tech company can be, you know, charged with terrorism claims. That is Axios Tech and policy reporter Ashley Gold. An ill-timed L for the Caps against Detroit. Rob Woodfork with details in sports next, 114. 
It's the final week of Regency Furniture's spectacular President's Day sale and our biggest holiday sale ends soon. Save an extra 25% off Regency's lowest prices, plus free delivery or 72 months no interest financing with no money down. President's Day deals. Sofas, your choice, $3.99. Reclining sofas, your choice, $6.98. Dining sets, your choice, $3.98. Queen beds, $1.98. Thousands of items in stock with fast delivery. Save an extra 25% off plus free delivery. These final days at Regency Furniture. Visit RegencyFurniture.com for the store nearest you. At United Bank, the community bank of the nation's capital, we know the financial decisions you're making to keep your families and future secure. With a long history of safe, sound, relationship-driven banking practices, we provide our customers with peace of mind protection. We offer the best of both worlds, the technology, products, and expertise you expect from a big bank, but with the personal touch and local decision-making only a local community bank delivers. Learn more at bankwithunited.com. Member FDIC. Sports at 15 and 45, powered by Red River. Technology decisions aren't black and white. Think red. To Rob Woodfork, the Capitals are now losers of five in a row after a costly 3-1 defeat at the hands of the Detroit Red Wings that Coach Peter Laviolette says. Tonight, the guys had the right intentions. We can't get that lead, and you know, there's probably three or four things that we'd like to have back where a mistake was made. Just to, the rest of the game, was we, we pressed and we pushed, and especially in the third period, we couldn't put the puck in the net, and so it's, uh, it's frustrating for for everybody. Adding injury to the insults, the already shorthanded Caps lost Anthony Mantha to an upper body injury in the second period. They'll try again to end this slide Thursday night against the Anaheim Ducks. The seventh-ranked Maryland women won their fifth in a row thanks to avenging their last loss. They cruised past number 6 Iowa 96-68 in a performance so complete it left Coach Brenda Free speechless on Big Ten Network. I am speechless. I mean, both ends of the floor. I thought uh, just a tremendous job defensively being able to hold Caitlin below her average and Susano, they're so good and offensively I mean the three ball was working uh, the depth from uh, Brene and Lav and uh, just a special special win. The Terps made 14 of 26 from three point range including a 7 of 10 barrage during a 27 to 8 second quarter that keyed their program record fourth win of the season against the top 10 foe. On the day opening the NFL's two week window to apply the franchise tag pro football talk reported the commanders are virtually certain to tag Deron Payne, which would cost $18.9 million for the 2023 season if a long-term deal isn't reached before the July 15 deadline. Rob Woodfork, WTOP Sports. Coming up after traffic and weather, top stories we're following for you this hour. Jennifer McClellan, a Democrat, becomes the first black woman elected to Congress from Virginia. She wins a special election Tuesday night. President Biden uses a Tuesday speech in Warsaw to reaffirm the U.S. commitment to Ukraine days before the one-year anniversary of the Russian invasion. Free speech online. It was before the Supreme Court on Monday. The case involves a family that wants Google held liable for the death of their daughter in a terror attack in Paris. Stay with WTOP for more on these top stories in just minutes. Traffic and weather on the 8th to Rich Hunter in the traffic center. All right, traveling in Maryland, 270 southbound approaching Route 80 Urbana. The right lane and the off-ramp to Route 80 closed by the work zone. You're diverted further south to 109. You may want to self-divert at 85 and just use... Uh, 355 to get down to 80 to avoid that. Beyond that, nothing else anyway, all the way down to the Beltway in Bethesda. Uh, if you're traveling on I-95 to Baltimore, Washington Park, as of late, good ride headed down toward the Capitol Beltway. Earlier disabled northbound near I-195 gone for some time now. And the work zone that was on the southbound side of the parkway uh, before you get down to 197, that also cleared up some time ago. 
Now, if you're traveling uh, to and from the eastern shore, still working on the Bay Bridge, westbound span closed, eastbound carries two-way traffic, one lane for each direction of travel, and as of late, no big delays as a result. Coming out of uh, Washington County, headed toward uh, Frederick County, 70 eastbound before you get to the South Mountain Rest area, single file right past that works, but as of late, delays brief there, and beyond that, you're in good shape getting down to 270 in Frederick. Maryland Beltway still working interloop as you approach and pass New Hampshire Avenue. Again, down to a single right lane through the work zone. Rich Hunter, WTF Traffic. A wild forecast over the next few days from Storm Team 4 Chief Meteorologist Doug Kammerer. Storm Team 4 tracking a much cooler afternoon out there on our Wednesday and really starting off on a chilly note this morning, too. So watch out for a couple of showers uh, around parts of the area. Now, we will see rather wet roadways in many locations, but I'm not expecting a lot of rain. What we are going to see, though, is much cooler numbers. Temperatures rebounding only into the upper 40s to low 50s this afternoon when the rain comes to an end and most of the afternoon will be dry it's thursday that we see the warmth really move our way plenty of sunshine high temperatures in the mid to upper 70s to around 80 degrees i'm going 81 in the city that would be only the fourth time ever we've hit 80 in the month of february friday high of 52 degrees so cooler conditions again and on saturday tracking a little storm system not going to be much but it will bring much colder air Highs only in the upper 30s to low 40s. I'm Storm Team 4, Chief Meteorologist Doug Kammerer. It is 39 at Fort Belvoir, 48 Silver Spring, 48 at Foggy Bottom, brought to you by Len the Plumber. Trusted, same day service, seven days a week. Just ahead on WTOP earnings forecast from a couple of big retailers set off a down day for stocks, 121. ADHD. It's the child who can't pay attention or sit still in school, right? The answer may be yes. Attention Deficit Hyperactivity Disorder, or ADHD, can be complicated, and it can last a lifetime. Up to 75% of children and adolescents with ADHD have at least one additional mental disorder that requires a comprehensive approach to treatment. Learn more at moretoadhd.com. This message brought to you in partnership with Ada, ACO, and Chad. We're the Goo Goo Dolls. We're fortunate that our daughters have what they need to grow and learn. But that isn't the case for nearly 13 million kids in the U.S. that struggle with hunger. Childhood hunger is a heartbreaking reality that Feeding America is working to change. Each year, the Feeding America network of food banks rescues billions of pounds of good food that would have gone to waste and provides it to families and children in need. You can help kids in need in your community by visiting feedingamerica.org. Brought to you by Feeding America and the Ad Council. Everything you need, every time you listen. WTOP News. Are you blind or losing vision? Do you feel like it's controlling your life and your decisions, possibly limiting you? Well, I've been there. But through the National Federation of the Blind, I have learned that I don't have to allow blindness to define me. And you don't have to either. To learn more and find the support you need, simply visit blind.org. That's blind.org. The National Federation of the Blind. Live the life you want. This is WTOP News. It's 122. Three men in the hospital this morning after being shot in northeast D.C. Police say it happened in the area of 14th Street and Montana Avenue northeast around 1030 Tuesday evening. All three men taken to the hospital. One, police say, was not breathing when officers arrived. He is now in critical condition at last report. No information yet on a suspect, but police say several shots were fired. The sister of a 10-year-old girl shot and killed as she got ice cream in Northeast D.C. was in court on on Tuesday. Michaela Wilson's sister testified in the trial of the six men accused 
in the little girl's death. Najee Lewis described for the jury that her 10-year-old sister, Micaiah, and her spent the afternoon before the shooting at the pool. But the 10-year-old, who refused to wear a bathing suit, had to leave after jumping in anyway. It was one of her last carefree moments before being shot through the heart while sitting next to her sister in front of their Clay Terrace apartment. When she saw a car pull up and heard gunshots, Lewis testified, quote, it was so loud and it was so many, I didn't want to get hit in the head and recalled holding her 10-year-old sister's head down, too. But when they stumbled into their mom's apartment, Lewis says Micaiah was standing, holding her chest, and then collapsed. She died on the apartment floor. Six of the 11 people who were charged in her killing on July 16, 2018, are on trial. Police say the group's indiscriminate shooting on that day was a gang retaliation. At D.C. Superior Court, Megan Cloherty, WTOP News. Loudoun County Schools Public Information Officer Wade Byard wants a change of venue in his upcoming perjury trial set for June 20th. Loudoun now reporting Byard's attorney will argue that when Governor Glenn Youngkin and Attorney General Jason Miares called citizens of Loudoun County's, quote, victims of the alleged cover-up by school officials, unquote, residents of the county are interested parties and thus disqualified as jurors. A hearing on Byard's motion set for Thursday. After a pregnant woman went missing in Loudoun County in 2011, her boyfriend pleaded guilty to second-degree murder in that case. Tuesday, he learned his sentence. Last month, Ronald Rolden finally told detectives how Bethany Decker died. He said they had a disagreement in their living room and he pushed her. He said she hit her head on a windowsill and died. Rolden never called 911 because he was afraid first responders wouldn't believe his story. Decker's family agreed to the plea agreement that calls for Rolden to serve 12 and a half years in prison before he's deported. In Leesburg, Neil Augenstein, WTOP News. Money News at 25 and 55 in WTOP. Here's Dan Ronan. Wall Street had one of its worst days in months. The Dow dropped more than 2%. The Nasdaq, 2.5%. It all started when Home Depot missed Wall Street's expectations. That hasn't happened since 2019 that the Atlanta-based home improvement company has missed the number that investors were expecting. However, Walmart had a good fourth quarter in part because the company says shoppers were looking for bargains over the holiday shopping season. The company reported revenue of $164 billion, up more than 7% from a year earlier. Baltimore's hospitality industry is hoping for a big week as the CIAA men's and women's basketball tournament began Tuesday in downtown Baltimore at CFG Bank Arena. The tournament last year had an economic impact of nearly $20 million. Dan Roman, WTOP News. Not a happy Wednesday on Asian markets. The Nikkei down one and a third percent, leading most major Asian markets downward. Coming up on WTOP after traffic and weather, it has never happened before. A black woman representing Virginia in the United States Congress. But it's going to now after a Tuesday special election. It's 126. This is an important notice to consumers facing $10,000 or more in credit card debt, medical bills, or other unsecured debt. You may not be required to pay it all back because there are special programs now in effect that will significantly reduce the amount you will owe if you qualify. This is not bankruptcy or a debt consolidation loan. These programs, which the credit card companies like to keep secret, exist to aid American consumers struggling with overwhelming credit card debt by offering tremendous savings and real debt relief. Accredited Debt Relief has established a special 